हेलो एवरीवन दिस इज मन्नत जागिया इन दिस लेक्चर आई एम गोइंग टू टॉक अबाउट एलिजाबेथियन एज सम ऑफ यू हैव रिक्वेस्टेड दैट यू नीडेड लेक्चर्स ऑन सोशल हिस्ट्री ऑफ इंग्लैंड व्हिच इज बैकग्राउंड ऑफ ऑल द एजेस सो आई विल बी ट्राइंग टू गिव यू एन आउटलाइन ऑफ ऑल द एजेस इन शॉर्ट इन माय ऑडियो लेक्चर्स also uh, we are trying to keep up with all the requests that we are getting regarding the you know lectures and the topics you need and uh, some of you are from your uh, some of you are requesting topics from your ma syllabus so we'll be trying to take those topics as well but there are huge number of requests so we are trying to meet each and every topic one by one so please be patient and it would be much better for you if you post your request in the group itself and not messages personally because the personal messages get lost and if it is in the group we can just refer to the group and uh, record an audio lecture on that so my request to you all is that whenever you are requesting a topic please request in the group itself and the topic will be taken so uh, let us start about elizabethan age today uh in the previous classes from july 1 to july 10th we have given free classes and in those free classes we have discussed about old and middle english period in much detail along with the writers then we have discussed age of chaucer along with the writers and age of revival with some of the writers so you know the background really well and after that from elizabethan age onwards we have been continuing in our paid group uh but since all of you could not be a part of that group we have decided to be active here as well so you will have to be a little patient regarding your requests so let us talk about elizabethan age so what is elizabethan age it is the english literary renaissance you can say a lot of changes took place during the elizabethan age and hence you can call it as renaissance what is renaissance renaissance is reformation whenever a major change took place you can call it as renaissance i hope you are enjoying the rains also because i have deliberately kept my windows open so that uh, while listening to the lecture you can also enjoy the sound of rain uh, if ever it is audible to you all so the reign of elizabeth 1 was a very turbulent period it had many changes but it was peaceful as well elizabeth 1 was the queen that was tolerant with protestants as well as catholics and hence no riots between protestants and catholics took place during that age because she tolerated both so the reign of elizabeth 1 was turbulent but she successfully coped up with all the difficulties During this time England was threatened by the superpowers of the age especially France and Spain you must have heard about Spanish armada so it was Spanish armada in which the English ships uh, you know overpowered the Spanish people in 1588 and that was the time when Elizabeth managed to maintain a relative peace between the protestant and the catholics encouraging her people to unite and telling them that we all are english and hence we must stand by each other and only if we are united we can overpower the spanish people so she was the one who ignited a sense of national unity in her army 
by motivating them, encouraging them, showing them their potential. Elizabeth I was really a great queen. In fact, she did not marry all her life. So she was dedicated to her post and her duty. Now, she was also in constant fear for her life because she had many allies also. She had many enemies also. So when she tried to unite her people by insisting them that they are all English, this worked well most of the time and the people developed a sense of national pride but still she had many uh, enemies because of the faith that she was into and because she was a woman. So she had many people threatening her about her life. So let me tell you about this English literary renaissance coming to the literary period. This English literary renaissance consists of four subsets, you can say. It is the Elizabethan age, then comes the Jacobian age, then comes the Caroline age, and then comes the Commonwealth period. So you can say that this English Elizabethan age can be classified into four subsets. First is the Elizabeth reign. The Elizabethan age, then comes the James I reign, the Jacobian age, then comes the Caroline age regarding the shutting down of theatres and opening the theatres again and then comes the Commonwealth period. I'll be explaining each age to you. Now the Elizabethan era saw a great flourishing of literature, especially in the field of drama and the other major literary style was lyric poetry. Drama and lyric poetry, poetry flourished a lot during this age. Many of the most dramatists of this period were also excellent poets. You have to remember that. So poets and dramatists, when you are studying about poets, you are studying about dramatists as well. Because you will uh, feel that the poets are not only poets but also dramatists and the dramatists were writing poems also. A lot of literature developed during this age because it was a it was a period of quietness it was a period of peace so uh, elizabeth one also personally gave a lot of uh, value to education and she developed literature and art and hence you will see a lot of literature being flourished in elizabethan one age elizabeth age so what are the characteristics of drama? First, let us discuss uh, the characteristics of drama in the Elizabethan age. First thing you have to remember, plays were typically performed in the early afternoon around 2 p.m. Then flags were raised at the theatre on the day of the play. Okay. Then flyers were distributed to advertise plays like in today modern day context like we uh, distribute pamphlets. Uh, in those times, in the Elizabethan age, flyers were uh, distributed. Then you should also know a little about lyric poetry. First, let me tell you about the most popular theme, whether it is poetry or whether it is drama. Relationship between men and women. Treachery and hypocrisy of courtly life. These three themes are prevalent in all the Elizabethan poems and plays. Relationship between men and women. Treachery. Treachery is ditching someone, stealing from someone and hypocrisy of courtly life. So politics in the king's court, 
then lyric poetry was strongly influenced by the italian poets especially petrarch petrarch was the one uh, elizabethan poets took their inspiration from and the lyric poetry was influenced a lot by italian poets let me also talk to you about elizabethan theaters theaters were commonly called as playhouses and the first playhouse was built by james burbage in london in 1576 and this playhouse was called the theater and uh, one more interesting fact james burbage who built the first playhouse his own son become became a great elizabethan actor later on so uh, these are a little quick points about elizabethan age that you should remember there is one more important feature when you are studying about elizabethan age many a times you will come across a term called renaissance humanism or just humanism and you must be wondering what do you mean by humanism and why is it so important in the context of elizabethan age so just remember that humanism is a very important feature of elizabethan age and humanism means revival of classical learning and literature when the poets and the dramatists took interest in ancient greek and roman cultures so it is the revival of classical learning and literature also you should know that uh, elizabethan age time people the writers focused more on human beings and education also because these were the values shared by elizabeth the queen uh, education that perfected humans through the study of past models of civic and personal virtue also value system was given importance value system that emphasized personal effort and responsibility so you see a lot of tendencies and values that were shared by elizabeth were transferred to her people then physically and intellectually active life that was directed at a common good as well as individual nobility so everything that focuses on human beings and the development of their moral values getting educated becoming physically and intellectually active and doing something for the common good of people and which which directs you towards the nobility of an individual goodness of an individual and then these things are learned and derived from the classical learning and literature specifically greek and roman cultures this particular thing is called as uh, renaissance humanism and humanism is a major feature of the elizabethan age also let me talk about music and dance in elizabethan age because this is very important the upper classes enjoyed new types of music you know elizabeth one also used to come to witness the plays of shakespeare and ben jonson and marlowe and she was peculiarly attracted to the plays of shakespeare and shakespeare always wrote plays to uh, you know woo queen elizabeth woo in the sense just for money just for gaining fame and rewards from the queen so the upper classes <coughs> sorry the upper classes enjoyed new types of music they had a taste for new music and new kinds of dances and the mask was popularly with the upper classes you need to remember that mask is nothing else but music and dance 
but mask has an elaborate setting and it is done specifically for pleasing the upper class people so the mask was very popular at that time m a s q u e mask and it was popular with the upper classes specifically because elaborate things were used while performing mask were accompanied with music and dance at the beginning and at the end of the performances and during the interludes i've explained you what interludes are already interludes are little very short packages entertainment packages that are performed between two acts of the same play like when you watch tv you see a commercial coming after every 10 to 15 minutes but that doesn't entertain us we change the channel but interludes were short joke shared were short you know action sequence shared between two acts to give a break to the people now what about the lower classes but lower classes enjoyed something that was called as the traditional country dance okay the lower classes enjoyed the more traditional country dances and they were not really interested in masks and all now what do you understand by elizabeth poetry and prose so when you look at elizabeth poetry and prose you will see a shift from the narrative to the lyric poetry as i have already said lyric poetry was very prominent during this stage and the popular lyric form was sonnet specifically the sonnets by sir philip sidney edmund spenser and even this form was perfected by shakespeare and shakespeare's sonnet sonnets were the most famous and shakespeare's sonnet form became known as the english sonnet replacing the italian sonnet which is the petrarchan sonnet so i guess i've covered a few points about uh, elizabethan age and given you a quick overview about all the features of uh, you know this particular age so this is the literature written approximately during the time of queen elizabeth from 1558 to 1603 and the most important poetry is include or the most important poets include edmund spenser if you are studying elizabethan age you cannot afford to miss edmund spenser who was the author of the fairy queen then you cannot afford to miss walter raleigh and you cannot afford to miss william shakespeare then when you come to dramas again shakespeare is most prominent one of the greatest playwrights of all times and his best works include hamlet king lear macbeth othello merchant of venice and there are other uh, dramatists as well that you cannot ignore christopher marlowe ben jonson and so on also a little about translations i would like to help you with elizabethan age was also called as the age of translation many greek and roman classicals have been translated into english literature during elizabethan age for example uh, george chapman translation of the greek epic the iliad So George Chapman was the one who translated the Greek epic Iliad into English. What is the Iliad? Iliad is a uh, epic poem written by Homer, and it is about the fall of Troy, the war between Greece and Trojans, and finally Greeks win, right? So it is the story of Ilium. That is why the name is the Iliad. So. the translations also you must remember this was the age of uh, translations as well so that's all about elizabethan age i guess i've 
done justice to the age and I have covered all the main and major important points. Thank you.